0: Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello everyone, welcome to Fire Talk Radio, and I'm sorry that Due to technical difficulties, I was running late tonight, but I'm really glad that you joined me or will be coming back to listen to the archive. And if you've been waiting patiently, I thank you for that too. Any, Any way that you're joining me, I'm really, really grateful. Tonight is, I'm going to be continuing my teaching on Jesus, the ultimate healer. I'm going to be continuing my teaching on that. And, but, but for, before I do, there is a, uh, a faithful listener who is looking for prayer for her daughter. Um, due to confidentiality reasons, I am not going to divulge the name because, as I said, it's confidential. And so, but um, I uh, I just... I oh, She's a faithful listener, and uh, and so, but her daughter is having some seizures. So I'm going to ask you to join in prayer with me. Now, the last time I spoke with this lady, her daughter was having seizures. We prayed together, came in agreement, broke the attack, and, um, but we're going to pray. I'm going to pray, and actually, I'm, by faith, I'm going to believe that you are when you hear this and also when you, uh, you know, if you're live or however it is, if you can listen to the archives or whatever it is that you're going to do, I'm going to ask you by faith to come into agreement with me for her healing. So I'm going to ask you to do that. And father, we just thank you right now, Father God. We just thank you that that this person, this attack, this attack against their body, this lady that her her child, as you know, Father God, you know what it's like to have a have a child. You know what it's like to to have that child and to to watch them suffer. And Father, so I just ask you right now, that you just, that you, you sent your word and you healed us from all our diseases and delivered us from all our destructions. And Father, right now, I thank you that you send your word to this person and that you break every attack of the wicked one. We break every attack of the wicked one right now in the name of Jesus. And we send your healing anointing from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet and the Fire, God, to burn out everything that is not of you, Father God. Everything that's not in their body that shouldn't be or that you didn't put there, we command it to go in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, for perfect wholeness, 100% healing, from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. We thank you that they shall live and not die in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that, Father God. We thank you for it. And we speak peace over their mother, and we speak total healing, restoration, deliverance, healing, wholeness. In the name of Jesus, the name above every name, and we and, and we, we send your angels to encamp around them. We dispatch them and encamp around them and also be about them as a wall of fire God. We look forward, we look forward to that testimony that this person is gonna give, and we thank you, Father, for it in Jesus name of name above every name amen and i thank you everyone for coming into agreement with me for for this person's this person's healing i thank you for that and i thank you that uh i i thank you that you come in agreement with me and i also thank you for being a faithful listener and a new listener so I just I want to thank you for that as well. Last time when I was here, it wasn't last week. Last week we had a special guest. I don't know if you listened or not, but if you if you didn't get it, if you didn't get a chance, I would just go ahead and encourage you to listen to listen to the replay. It's called "I Did Not Die But But Lived." Very very powerful uh, by, by Regis Andrews and he gave a powerful testimony and plus he he taught as well and he just he ministered and it was it was really really wonderful it was very wonderful very anointed very very powerful and so last time i i wasn't i wasn't here as i said so um. I just wanted to just give you a heads up that, that, um, to go ahead and, and just go ahead and, and check out last week's, like last week by Regis Andrews. So, last, last time I was here, we talked about, the atonement and the different kinds of atonement, and so I'm going, to, I'm going to teach this week. I'm going to I'm going to talk about spiritual exercises. Spiritual exercises. Did I hear her right? You probably are might be saying, yes, you heard me right. As as in a person's physical body, when they exercise. It strengthens their body, builds endurance, and and uh, so you know it builds endurance and it it strengthens them, uh, equips them, equips their body, just makes them stronger. So our our spiritual our spirit man, if, if you look at it this way. Well, actually, (laughs) I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, For you ministers out there, you you may could relate to what I'm talking about by getting ahead of myself. And now for, okay, let me just, I'm going to start off from the beginning. That might help, right? (laughs) Just as we need a strong body to stay healthy, we also need as I was saying, we also need a strong a strong spirit or spirit man as well. So in Proverbs eighteen fourteen it reads, The spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness but who can bear a broken spirit makes me kinda of think of if somebody's having if somebody's really been hurt or they just have a weak spirit because they haven't been exercising like I'm gonna talk about later their spirit man they haven't been exercising but um if uh if if they don't have a strong i mean it it you know as I just read it here. It says the spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness, but who can bear a broken spirit? So I guess if you have a broken heart, or you know, just your spirit is this weak, broken spirit. You know, it gives a, it gives, a, gives us, uh, it's not going to be as strong. And also with faith, and and, and if if you know, we have, the, if we have faith in the word, then we um we have the ability to believe um it it's actually similar to the physical ability because just like it um it takes discipline and effort to physically get into shape which huh, it isn't easy initially To <laughs> so it's, it's not an, it's, it's not it's not easy to to um go to the gym and and try and be consistent and And uh, just first of all, you don't go to gym and you start lifting fifty pounds when you haven't done any exercise in a really really long time, and you've been pretty much sedentary couch potato. You're not really gonna. You're gonna be like, uh, you're gonna be really hurting, and if you can lift it at all, and if you say, oh yeah, I can do this, you're gonna just you're not gonna be able to do that right away. So, just, I mean, because it it does, it takes discipline and it takes effort to go to a gym or to do any kind of exercise, not just the gym, if it's walking um, daily or whatever that exercise may be that you enjoy, even if it's just housework, whatever the case may be, that takes discipline and effort. Uh, to physically get into shape, and just as it takes effort and discipline to get physically into shape, it also takes effort and discipline to get spiritually into shape. One Timothy four six nine says, "A good servant of um, of Jesus Christ is a little subtitle over it, but it says in verse uh, six, if you instruct the brethren in these things." you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed, but reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself towards godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Having promised, Of the life that now is and of that which is to come, this is a faithful thing and worthy of all acceptance. And the things of the natural, they're often, well, actually, they're pretty much always patterned after the things of the spirit. Because the developments of the two, they actually have a lot of similarities. Now here's a good thing for you that our pastor told us a lot at Bible College. He says, the ear tries words like the tongue tries food. You eat spiritual food with your ears. You chew on it with your mind. And if you swallow it, it becomes part of your inside, or it becomes part of you inside. Let me say that again. The ear tries words like the tongue tries food. You eat spiritual food with your ears. You chew on it with your mind. And if you swallow it, it becomes part of you inside. Oh, well, that's something to think about there. Jeremiah fifteen sixteen reads Your words were found and I ate them, and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by your name. O Lord God of hosts. Job twenty three twelve says I have not departed from the commandment of his lips, I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food now Job he had the right idea because people are basically people are weak spiritually because they don't eat they don't eat spiritually there's nothing that feeds your spirit like feeding the word feeding of the word like reading the word so basically a lot of people their spirit is weak because they're not eating they're not eating for their spirit because we are a spirit we have a body I'm sorry let me rephrase that we are a spirit we have a soul and we live in a body So the spirit man is a renewed new creation and that we got when we got born again saved Soul is the emotions, the mind, the will, the intellect. Um, and then the body, we live in that body. And the body you know, is flesh. And it says, oh, I want to eat or I want to, uh, you know. And, and somebody did this illustration they've done a few times at church, one of the pastors. And if you picture three people, if you just picture these words, like you picture, you've got the spirit at the soul and you live in a body. The body, flesh, if the body's wanting chocolate chip cookies, or it's wanting to just lay down and just watch TV or it wants to sleep all day. And your soul is your emotions, running on feelings, what you're feeling, oh I feel like I can't do this. I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like cleaning. I don't feel like whatever. And your spirit man is, is 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 the part that needs being fed with the word of God, praise, praying in tongues, which we'll get into later. Now, out of the spirit, soul, and body, whichever one of those two speaks the loudest, the other two will follow. If you have a strong spirit, man is going to dictate to your flesh and your emotions, your soul. So, your body and your soul are going to follow your spirit. You're going to be dictated by your spirit. If you're not feeding your, your, your spirit man, but you're feeding the flesh, allowing the flesh to do what it wants, if it's sleeping or if it's eating too much chocolate, whatever the case is, and you're just feeding the the flesh and what it wants or being spending time on Facebook, um, for hours and hours at a time. I'm not saying Facebook's not good for certain things. I use it to advertise um these shows. So there's a lot of different things. I'm just making examples here. Or watching T V for hours. If you're feeding feeding that, um, and that's going to affect your emotions as well. If you're if you're allowing your flesh to watch soap operas, then those soap soap operas, when you're watching it, are going to affect your emotions, your feelings, because you're going to be watching it. And if you're watching the, the the crime shows, the murder shows, if you see a person getting murdered, even if it's an act and it's acting, then you're actually your 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 mind, your brain doesn't know the difference. Your your brain. Thinks that you're actually watching a murder and thinks that you're actually looking at these dead bodies and these grotesque things. It doesn't know any different. So we have to be careful what we watch. And so, um, so with the uh, with that, we have to be very very careful. Um, you know what we what we watch and. And 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 everything with that. So um, now, because as I was saying, we our bodies, I mean, our minds, they don't they don't know the difference. So they don't know the difference at all. Now, as um, so, we have to just be very careful. What we watch, what we let into our, what we let into our, um, our ear gates, our eye gate, you know, just whatever it is that we're, that we're allowing into, into our, into our bodies, because what we allow into our bodies affects our, our spirit, man, either for the good or for the bad, so... We have to be careful with that. Very careful. So, faith is to your spirit what strength is to your body. The ability to resist. If you have, for example, if you've got all your, you know, if you're out there and you're exercising your body and you're eating right, you're eating the right vegetables and you're not eating any junk food or a lot of junk food and then you're taking your vitamins and your your body and antioxidants and things like that, your body is gonna have more it's gonna be stronger and it's gonna have the ability to resist and fight off infections and disease, sicknesses, things like that. And just as it takes strength and a health you know, health to resist um all, you know, in, in this strength in the body, it's the same thing with the spirit. It takes a faith. Um, faith destroys spirit. So like for example, the strength in, to our body is just like faith is to our spirit. Um, so, it, But it takes the strength to resist and to receive. So I'm going to give you some spiritual exercises right here. And it starts off, uh, number one, starts off with confession. And um, confessing uh, good things, like for example... See confession is an, it's just really a means of releasing your faith. But it can it but also confession with when we're releasing our faith it also helps increase our faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you're confessing, you're hearing it and um if you keep on thinking and saying it, it's it's eventually gonna get inside of you that good confession. And um and you're gonna believe it and faith is a matter of full persuasion. So if it's old to you, it's not real to you. So faith is not just saying, it's also believing. And you can talk uh doubt you can't talk doubt and and belief. Because if you talk in those, then they're the exact opposite of faith. And it's going to cancel out the faith that you have. So faith calls those things that are not as though they were. And God is the strength of your life, of my life. Thank God he is. And uh, in Psalm 27, and one, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So basically, it's talking about faith being the strength of our life. God is the strength of our life. And God's word, it brings power. And it brings life. But we have to mix faith with that word. The more faith we mix with it, the more we'll we'll receive it. And the more it's going to do for us. So we have to mix faith with it, with God's word. When we're when we're doing the confessions and just when we're reading God's word, because it's it's very important to believe that the word is actually true, and that it belongs and it applies to us. So it's very important that we believe it. And we've also got to, when we're speaking the Word of God in our confessions, we've also got to believe that while we're saying it, it's actually working for us. Even the size of, even mustard seed faith. You know, it says if you have the this, uh, this size of a mustard seed, a faith the size of a mustard seed, you'll, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed into the sea, and it's going to obey. Even a tiny bit. Have you ever seen that? It's actually the faith of the size of a mustard seed if you take a pen and and you put a dot on a piece of paper, it's roughly about that size is is how big faith it, that that's all the faith the size of the faith you need to move a mountain, knock it into the sea. So we've just got to believe what we're reading is actually working for us, even if we have mustard seed faith, and we've all been given a measure of faith. So in Psalm. 71:16 it says i will go in the strength of the lord god i will make mention of your righteousness of yours only so the strength of the lord it's talking about the strength of the lord there and the mention of your righteousness and confession confession is 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 important because as i was saying earlier if we have faith in that confession, if we have faith in it, and we have faith in that word, because we're going to, we're going to eventually, it's going to eventually get into us. So, um, so right here, this is very, very important. So, also another one of the, another key to victory in our lives uh, in the spiritual exercises is controlling our own mind um, basically uh, you know casting down every vain thought and imagination that exalts itself above the word of god um because controlling our mind and our own thoughts, like toxic thoughts, like if we're thinking, "Oh, I can't do this. I can't give up chocolate chip cookies. I can't give up chocolate. I can't. Uh, I can't sit here and pray for even 15 minutes. It's just too long. I'm used to being on Facebook for two hours. And how can I sit here and pray for 15 minutes? Because actually, uh, then you're you're putting toxic thoughts in your mind and, and thoughts that go going against and contrary to to the Word of God." and you need to cast down those vain thoughts and imaginations and bring them into captivity and to obedience of the word of God and also with with that I mean we've all been given a measure of faith and it's just it's important to control how we think so that our thoughts actually line up with the word of God and so um because we've got a lot of weapons but one of the key weapons, one of the best weapons, is our is our mouth because um, it, it says how death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who 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 love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So basically, whatever you're talking out of your mouth, if you're talking negativity and you're always talking um, that you'll never be healed, um, you can't do this, you can't do that, you're gonna have what you say basically. But if you're saying I can do this, I can do all things through Christ, it gives me strength, I can I can I can overcome this because he, he already overcame for me so I don't have to worry about overcoming because he already did it for me. I just have to press in, I have to walk it out. And basically what walks it out is is just trying and just doing the best you can and just working it every day, just just being a part of it and doing and doing what you need to do every day spiritually. So it's very important what we say. Because actually, you know, one way, like for example, when we open like for example, we have to we have to be careful as I was saying, but one one of the ways, like for example, when you or I open our mouths and we say something, it actually interrupts our thought process. So if you keep the word in your mouth like I was saying earlier, you'll keep it in your mind and then it will get into your heart. Now, a perfect illustration of this will be, okay, now I'm going to have you think of something, just, I don't know, you can just for for or just for just an example, just think, say, the sky is blue. And I want you to keep thinking, the sky is blue. And I want you to keep thinking that thought right now. And then, in five seconds, i'm gonna count from five five seconds to zero, and then uh but keep thinking the fault now, and i'm gonna want you to say your name when i count when i when I count down from five to zero now keep thinking in your mind, keep thinking the sky is blue, and uh, now five four three two one zero. Say your name out loud right now. Just say your name, whatever it is, Deborah. Okay, I just said my name. Now, if you look back and you think, did you think about what you when you said your name? Did you think about what you were that the sky was blue when you said your name? (laughs) Isn't that cool? You didn't. That is so cool because that that's the if we're if we're thinking on a thought. Whatever it is, if we just if if we forget everything else and we don't say our name, we just hey, this most powerful name, to say Jesus, because we can sit, we can be sitting there and and overthinking something or worrying or whatever the case may be. We've all got issues, but training our mind and just interrupting it and saying something out loud, saying Jesus or something, so. Basically, when you're thinking, you're thinking on a thought, and it may be contrary to the Word of God. I'm not saying it's sin, but it could just be going against maybe a worrying or just something, whatever is going on. So, so what you could do is just, just confess something, confess a scripture, and that'll give you great help. So, I hope that illustration, that little exercise, helped you. It's kind of fun, and it's actually pretty amazing that and how that works, As you can't say your own name or you can't just say quote a scripture. And think to think, think something that you've been thinking on. So Psalm eighty four five through seven says Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of Baca. They make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength each one appears before God in Zion. So we go from strength to strength, just like we go from glory to glory, strength to strength, and it all comes with exercise. Just like you're, you don't develop a muscle overnight, you're not going to develop your spirit man overnight. So we're actually, we are getting stronger and stronger. So just just like I I can't, if, if a person is wanting to get fit or they're wanting to lose weight, it's not going to do them any good to go to the gym and just sit there and watch people exercise. It's not going to benefit them either. And the same and the same as it is is it with us, we're not going to just, um, like if you're in school, you're not just going to sit there and um, look at people, take notes, because if you did, it's not going to do you any good. You have to do it. I have to do it. So we can't watch other people do it and all that. We have to do something ourselves. And we have to be consistent and get on that thing and just stay stay with it. Now, the second spiritual exercise is speaking in tongues. Our spirit is actually active. It's speaking. And so when we're when our, our spirit man is active when we're speaking in tongues our our spirit is speaking when we're speaking in tongues, and we're also building ourselves up and edifying ourselves and speaking mysteries unto god and I am referring to the prayer- our prayer language here I'm not referring to the gift of of praying of speaking in tongues, I'm referring to our prayer language. There's a difference in uh Corinthians when uh Paul is speaking of the of the gifts of the spirit the nine gifts of the spirit and he's talking about the, the you know he's talking about the uh, the gift of tongues the interpretation of tongues which is actually equal to prophecies but those are gifts and they are as the holy spirit wills them and they're when he wants to give them to the person to accomplish to accomplish what he needs so um I'm not referring to that those are awesome gifts, but right now, I can pray in tongues out loud and that's at my will. I chose to pray in tongues right there, which is an act of my will, but the interpretation of the tongue is an act of God's will I mean the pray the, yeah the gift of tongues and the gift of interpretation. Those gifts are an act of His will when He when He wills it. So I'm referring to our prayer language here. So to, even if we're sitting down and we're maybe whatever it is we're doing, if we're, we're doing the dishes or doing laundry or sitting down and just trying to calculate something that's not really doing anything, just open our mouths and just allow the Holy Ghost to speak through us and praying in tongues. While we're doing the dishes, whatever, whatever we're doing, and that that strengthens it edifies it strengthens your spirit man um it's actually exercise for your spirit, so uh when we do that it's uh, even if we're just if, even if we're softly when we're taking a walk, just all the time as much as you can, just praying and praying uh praying in tongues, but on a side note, also remembering that. That the Holy Ghost, He wants to have room there to say something. So practice the art of listening, too. Just like any conversation that you have with somebody, um, they're gonna want to interject in there and be a part of the conversation. I mean, it is—it's not a monologue with God. It's a—it's a—it's a dialogue. So just just practice time in there. Yes, you're exercising your spirit man with the, with praying in tongues, which is awesome. But but practice the art of listening as well so that he has a chance to speak with you throughout the day and be sensitive to to what he um may I mean it says it says um speaking when we speak in tongues our mind is, is pretty much not doing anything. It's just pretty much fruitless. I'm trying to think of the scripture right now, but is it's talking of how how for example we're we're gonna we're gonna wanna um we're gonna wanna build that spirit man up and we're gonna want to um like okay for example if you're if you're speaking in tongues it's just praying in tongues and praying praying with the understanding and with the with the the tongues so if you're if you're speaking in tongues you're praying in tongues. And all of a sudden, you you have a you have an urge, or you have a you know you feel like you should say something in English. By all means, say it. You know you could be sitting there, you could be praying in tongues, and all of a sudden you feel like saying, "By His stripes, I am healed," or you know you're sending the word, or you're even just saying something and declaring it, like "Thank you, God, for the six hundred dollars I need for my rent," or something like that. So it's praying in tongues, but with the the. The English. Now, so that's exercise number two is speaking in tongues. The first exercise was confessing. Confession, which would be confessing God's word over our lives. And we could confess it over other people's lives as well. But now, number three is praising and worshiping the Lord. Now, our spirit, our spirit never sleeps. So it doesn't need to warm up like like our physical body does when we're when we're doing exercises. It's best to stretch a little bit before. It's best to warm up and a little bit before you're exercising because otherwise you're going to feel it really really bad and really hard. So um, you know, so when 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 we get up in the morning and, and our spirit is ready to start praising the Lord and it's just, it's not it's actually not being able to do what you need to do um, it's uh is a sign it's not being, if we're not able to actually do what we want to do it's a sign that we, we got a, a weak spirit there but if we have a strong spirit, our flesh does not have any strength our flesh and fortunately, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do anything we allow it to do. And as my pastor, one of my pastors said, the flesh is a pig. <laughs> it just is a pig. That's what our flesh is. Because if we allow our flesh to do whatever it wants, that means our spirit man, as I was saying earlier on, is not strong. Our flesh has more control than our spirit man. And that's why we, we want to do these exercises daily. And you'll find that with repetitions in the lifting of weights and things like that, or even whatever exercise, if you could walk uh, maybe a block, then you start in, get building endurance and you can walk a little bit further uh, every day or as time progresses. So you can just start off doing these a little bit at a time, depends on how mature you are in the Lord and 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 just however really however we're all at different levels and just whatever you feel just start a little bit at a day and then cr- keep increasing it and building your endurance just like you would your physical exercise and endurance so um and we can never actually our our, our flesh never ever ever going to be satisfied one thing leads to another one chocolate chip cookie leads to two leads to three one one hour on Facebook, least two, uh, three hours of TV. I mean, it just—it's never ever satisfied. That's why we have to crucify the flesh. So if we can get our spirit man strong, our spirit strong, it'll actually starve the flesh. The stronger their spirit man is, the more aware you actually are of it. So number four, the fourth exercise, the fourth spiritual exercise here, is walking in the spirit. Now, if we're walking in the spirit, we're not going to fulfill the the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. We're not going to be we're not going to be f- fulfilling all of that. And um, and if we're walking in the Spirit, we're going to be walking in the fruits of the Spirit, which are love, joy, peace, long-suffering, which is just another word for patience, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, which is self-control, and faith. So those are the fruits of the Spirit. Now, we might have some feelings that aren't good, like we might be feeling crabby and... Um, you know, we're, we're in a bad mood and, and we just don't have the patience to deal with people, excuse me, but we don't have to act on that, uh, on those bad feelings. Um, we don't, we don't have to act on those bad feelings that we're having. Like if I feel like saying something, which is really just my flesh and just my crabby attitude Because I'm not going to, then the spirit man that we're we're strengthening with these exercises is going to allow us to not say what we shouldn't say. And that self-control, which is a fruit of the spirit and the love, the love of God enables us. The love of God working in and through me is going to enable me not to say something I shouldn't or give a look that I shouldn't or just roll my eyes at you even. If I'm in a crabby mood, which that's why we need to walk, walk in the spirit and, um, walking in love, you know, these, these times that were, that were having not very good feelings, um, uh, bad mood, like I was saying, then we're going to, we're going to, these times, especially we're going to need to practice our, our, our love walk, um, and that's what we're doing by exercising the spirit and when when these things happen um, like if if I was feeling like saying something crabby or rolling my eyes or or just because it's my flesh and it just doesn't want to deal with it, when I don't do that and i i i not only do I honor the Holy Ghost by not saying something sarcastic to you or looking at you funny or just being just crabby and irritable around you, not only do I honor him. But I'm exercising my spirit by walking in the spirit because walking in the spirit allows, as I said again, the fruits of the spirit to operate and cultivate in our lives, which are love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, which is patience, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, or self-control, and faith. So that's walking that's going to develop those fruits. So my walking in love by not being crabby to you is actually exercising my spirit and walking in this. And that's pretty cool right there. So the key to having strong faith and victory is by exercising your spirit. And me doing the same, of course. Now, consistency also is the key so if if you were to go to the gym like we're talking in the physical realm here the natural realm if if you're if you have a a um if you have a, a uh you know a a membership this word i was looking for what word am i looking for if you have a membership at a gym uh let's like say for example six months and for for argument's sake, let's just do an example here for just keep it simple and make it give an example here of a month. If in that month you have every day that you can go to the gym. And the first week you're all gung ho and you just oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm really gonna do this and you go the first week. Then the next week you're like, Oh, I don't feel like it. I've like got so tired, I just, I was up late studying and just I just don't feel like it. So I'm just not gonna go and one day not going turns into two days, three days not going. And now instead of exercising every day or every other day, you're exercising maybe once, twice a week, or you're exercising every other week and it's going to be once a month. And that's going to, you know, but we're talking about consistency, uh, being consistent with, with that. And so it's going to give you more results, um, with, with that. So, consistency will produce more results than intense effort so we need to have a commitment be committed to exercising our spirit as well as our body now, benefits the, the benefits will come from effort and consistency the real benefits and actually, a lot of the same reason is that people don't have their goals met physically it is is the same reason they don't have their goals met spiritually is because they're not consistent, they're not committed, and they don't make the effort Now, when the word goes forth, there will be healing. Let me back up a minute give you those four, just in case anybody is just tuning in now and missed them. The four spiritual exercises I am speaking of right now, the number one exercise is confessing or confession, you know, confessing the word of God over our lives. And that's a spiritual exercise. Number two is speaking in tongues. Number three, praising and worshiping the Lord. And number four walking in the Spirit. Now, let me fast forward here. When the word goes forth, there will be healing. Psalm 107, verse 20 reads, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So basically when the word goes forth, there will be there will definitely be healing and when God always shows up and and, and um when when the word is spoken then God God shows up and, and he 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 shows up and he fulfills that word that's been that's been preached or that's been spoken out of our mouth. Now get this, out of the 12 12 out of 19 people that were healed in Jesus' ministry were actually healed on their own faith. That's 12 out of 19 people. So that's that's a big number, a big percentage right there, 12 out of 19 people. You could think of um, those people. I'm thinking of maybe a couple of people that were healed by other people's faith would be the centurion, um, the person that he was pleading for, his, the servant that was, was like a son to him, was healed by the centurion's faith because he believed. And another person that was healed... What I'm thinking of would be the the, <clears throat> the Syrophoenician woman um that uh had faith that Jesus could heal her daughter and Jesus said it's not fitting that I should give the uh, the healing, the children's healing to dogs, uh, the children's bread to dogs and um basically he's calling her a dog because she was um Syrophoenician woman and she says, That's true, Master, but even the Dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. So he says, because of your faith, your, your daughter's, your daughter is healed. And think about it: the crumb has all of the ingredients that are in the, the loaf. But those are two people I can think of right now that that were the the people that received the miracles were because of the these two people's faith. But the other ones was the the people 12 out of 19 people healed in Jesus ministry were healed on their own faith that that's that's big right there so faith has a lot to do with it and as i I've, I've been saying we've all been dealt a measure of faith even if it's a mustard seed size faith which we can exercise our faith also by reading the word of God and and actually faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that's going to exercise our faith and and uh so we can increase that measure that we've been given. And the majority the majority of, of special of the majority of people um are not going to be healed by special manifestations, but actually by their own faith and that's uh, quite a bit of uh like that that's a, that just is a uh, 12 out of 19 people i mean hey the majority of the people it's saying i mean are not going to be healed by special manifestations but their own faith so that just supports what i just said about the 12 out of 19 people healed by in jesus ministry were healed on their own faith <laughs> That was a tongue twister. <laughs> sometimes I'm I'm trying to give, I'm trying to I'm trying to teach uh, all thing all these things at once, and I got all these different thoughts coming in at once about a way I want to take it. And so as I'm speaking, sometimes my head and my thoughts are processing, and it's all a brr. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> okay. Now, actually, if we need faith for healing, we're going to need to hear what the Word of God says about healing. So, that that would be a, a good thing to get in the Word of God and and look up scriptures on healing, and then put them on three by five cards or pieces of paper, or put them up on on the window, or I mean, you know, the door, the the neighbor, whatever it is you you're going to place them at, so you can see them always. Always before you, always um, in front of you, uh, in front of your eyes, and um, this says in the in the Bible how it talks about having the word ever on our, our on our mouth and always before us, and uh, you know that we could see it. So basically, always speaking it and always seeing it. So um, with that, uh, now and and so that it, that's increasing our faith for healing is hearing what the word of God has to say about it. So researching researching the Bible, going online, researching, looking up, Googling scriptures on healing, meditating on it. Meditating on it, reading it and reading it. Meditate really means to mutter, to to speak softly. It's like a cow chewing on its uh on it's had their, I forget the word you call it but it's just meditating it's constantly talking about like if I was sitting here and I was just maybe say if I was knitting or I was on the internet or whatever I was doing something to do with fire talk radio and I'm I'm going along doing my thing and I could say Jesus was wounded for my transgressions he was bruised for my iniquities the chastisement that brought me my peace was upon him And with his stripes I am healed. Jesus was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement that brought me my peace was upon him, and by his stripes I am healed. Jesus was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement that brought me my peace was upon him, and with his stripes I am healed. So you just keep doing that and doing that. If you're doing the dishes, you can say that repeat a verse you're meditating on that verse over and over and over again means to softly speak it to mutter it to mutter it to yourself like speaking to yourself you know if you're ever there and you say somebody says to you what and you're like oh i was just speaking to myself because (laughs) somebody's saying something i'm like i'm sorry what did you say oh i wasn't talking to you i was talking to myself i said oh i'm sorry you said something it was only you and me in the room i thought you were talking to me it's basically the same thing with with meditating, muttering, muttering the word, uh, repeating it over and over again. If you're doing the dishes, like I said, or doing something on the internet, even going through Facebook, whatever it is you're doing, just repeatedly over and researching, like, once again researching what the word of God has to say, right? Because you're gonna, you're gonna, your faith is gonna increase by that, and we need faith for healing. So, and this goes for any any other area you're dealing with in your life. Research what the Bible has to say for it. it says about it, and then meditate on it, and you're gonna get stronger faith for it Now, the number one reason why people don't receive healing is because they're not for certain that God wants to heal them now. And the number two reason that people don't get their healing is because they don't understand faith. It's not difficult to get Christians to believe God is able to heal them, but that he is willing to heal them now. God wants you healed, he wants me healed, he wants my family healed. He doesn't want one single member of your family or my family or our friends or loved ones, anybody, to be sick at all. And the the Bible tells us that God is no respecter of persons. He doesn't love the people written about in the Bible anymore than he loves you or me so he if he healed them which he did then he's going to heal you and he's going to heal me so just in in closing here and wrapping it up as they say or closing i just want to say that just um i'm i'm i know myself that as i was as i was saying earlier that if we want if we if for that subject we're going to have faith for something we're going to have faith for healing we need faith for healing so we're going to need to hear what the word of god says about that healing now for myself since i've been doing these these this teaching series on healing and studying it and and things like that then i've been looking about what the word of god has to say about it Um, This is not the only uh, teaching series on healing that I'm doing. I'm doing another one on Monday nights with uh, Dr. Frank Summerall and I. He does an hour of teaching, and then I do another hour of what I feel the Holy Ghost leads me to do, give or take a minute here. And so with all of that, I'm really very much getting... Uh, feeding my spirit man and exercising my spirit man with the word of God. And my faith is increasing in God's healing power. And so, and there's going to be a time I'm going to, I'm going to get all the healing scriptures because our pastor has done my pastor's name and I'm very proud to have him as my, well, proud in a good way to have him and his him, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown and Adonica Howard Brown as my pastors I am very proud to have them as I said in a good way proud in a good proud prideful way okay not in a bad way alright you get the point but anyway Pastor Rodney and Adonica Howard Brown are my pastors Pastor Rodney has some if you ever get a chance I shouldn't say if you ever get a chance I should say when you get a chance Go to revival.com. Now, when you go to revival.com, what you can do now, okay, revival revival.com, and you're gonna see you're gonna see the little things at the top. You're gonna see home, webcast, invest now, and then you're gonna see store. And then when you click on the store, you're going to find under... I'm trying to find out for you ahead of time where it's at. But it's um, called... There's a healing CD that Pastor Rodney has. Uh, he he mentions... He, he quotes every healing scripture there is from, from uh, Genesis to Revelation... So if you go to revival.com and you go to... It's actually under the music CDs, but um, it's called By His Stripes. And you may even be able to download it on um, MP3 file, I'm not sure. But if you go there to uh, revival.com, go to the store, hit music... And you click on Buy His Stripes," it's "By His Stripes" CD, and it is, as I said, it is every 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 healing scripture there is from Genesis to Revelation. So, and it's it's not a bad price. It's like fifteen dollars. That's not bad at all. I mean. It, can't put a price on uh, can't put a price tag on healing scriptures i mean you could go and you could do all the research from genesis to revelation or you can go buy this um but uh i would highly recommend it i have a copy myself it has wonderful anointed music in the background and then it has um it has as i said all the healing scriptures from genesis to revelation so if you if you're you know in in order to to do our our to get our faith man built up, our spirit man built up on faith. And we're gonna want to get those scriptures in us. So um, that's one way of doing it is uh is is meditating on those scriptures um in that one by By His Stripes. It's called by His Stripes. And they'll know exactly what you're talking about if you so now, as um, and that's one way to build your spirit, man. So in closing, I just want to recommend that to you, and just any way that you can actually get, actually get, uh, um, get the word into you about healing, and that's a perfect, perfect way to build up your um, your spirit, man. So now, I have some. If you feel like you've got the call of God on your life, I've got some really exciting news to share with you. But I'm going to first share. It's about the Bible uh, in the River Bible Institute, and they offer the River Bible Institute, River School of Government, River School of Worship, and it's an awesome school. I went there, and I. I I spent two years there, and I I graduated uh, cum laude, and so I I did um, as I said I I did two years, and there are people that have done one year. There are people done three years. There've been people that go there; they'll do their first year. There's a, a young lady; she did one year of Bible college. Now she's actually pastoring a church in England. So, everybody's different as to what their call is. If it's one year, two years, three years, I happen to do two years, and I'm doing things, and, and so it just depends on on where God is taking you. But hold on a second uh, for this um, intro here, this promo. In the world, there is a problem. People
1: are hurting. People are innocent. Some very alone. People are broken. Many are lost. What they need is hope. They need healing. They need love. They need a Savior. They need someone who will lay down their life. Someone with the fire of God, who will hear God's call, and bring Jesus to the world. What they need is a revival. There is a place called the River Bible Institute, a place dedicated to training believers how to live, minister, and flow in the anointing. And it's for anyone, whether your heart is in business or full-time ministry. This is a place the Word of God is taught and demonstrated. The Word will challenge those of you attending to find clarity in your calling and deepen your relationship with the Lord. It will provide you with a new perspective on how to reach the lost for Christ and live in God's life-changing power. It is a place where you will be empowered to make a difference. And set your world on fire with revival. God is calling for all believers. Will you answer?
0: If you feel you have the call of God on your life and finances has been preventing you from from actually, actually answering that call, or even basically if you feel you have the call of God on your life, I have been given permission by the administration of RBI to give you a scholarship. So congratulations, you have a scholarship to RBI. Another semester is starting in spring. You can call 813 971 and ask to speak to the school or leave a message or try them back. And, or you um tell them that Deborah from Fire Talk Radio gave you a scholarship and that you want to start in January. And um, also that applies to River School of Worship. Only thing is they're not going to start again until August of next year. And then there's, uh, River School of Government doesn't have scholarships right now, but I'm believing God with you that if you feel a need to do the River School of Government, God will will definitely, definitely provide the money for you on that. Now, if you feel you don't have the call of God on your life, if you know of somebody that has the call of God on their life, if it's a friend, if it's a family member, Whoever it is that's in your life, it could be a neighbor, it could be even a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, friend and so on, or, you know, however that goes. Whoever you feel it is, even if somebody comes to you and says, I feel like this person has a call of God on their life, but I don't know, what should I do? Give them a scholarship. but Let me know about it, and I can give you the scholarship. Tell them, just give them a scholarship. Say, you have a scholarship, because administration gave Deborah Laceville, who is the host of Fire Talk Radio, permission to give scholarships to my family members, my friends, and everybody out there that has the call of God on their life, that is interested in dedicating a year of their life, two years of their life, three years of their life. I tell you what, your life will never, ever be the same, nor the life of your loved one that, 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 that you know has the call of God on their life. And and I'm excited. I am so excited to be able to give you, to have the authority to give you a scholarship, and even your loved ones a scholarship. So there might be somebody you're working on right now that you know has color God in your life, and, and, and they're saying, I don't have the money. Tell them, hey, you don't have to worry about that anymore. You have a full scholarship, a free scholarship that you don't have to pay back. I think that's totally exciting. So I'm really excited to be able to give you that scholarship and to give your loved ones the scholarship. I know I keep saying that, but probably because I'm extremely excited to be able to do it. So just let me know um, by e- email me at firetalkradio and then the number two at com. That is firetalkradio, the number two at com. So and also you can you can if you you can also dial the number I gave you a, a moment ago. You can also call eight six six eight five seven four eight three seven. You can call them twenty four seven for prayer um uh any anytime you need prayer. And also the, the website once again is revival dot com. And church, if you're in the Central Florida area or anywhere in between, uh, around or you can go, uh, our church is 10 o'clock in the morning live. We also have Sunday school at 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock is is the main service called the main event. And then at 7 o'clock is the evening service. On Wednesday, the midweek service is at 7 p.m., and the um, we have prayer meeting on Thursday, which is not going to be live online. But any of these um, services, you can watch live online. This is all Eastern Standard Time. And you can even go to Revival.com and you can watch video on demand. Or even the Great Awakening shows that they have an hour that's also on CTN with Bob D'Andries, Bob and Jane D'Andries. So you can also go you can watch all of that. Now, a quick thing I want to tell you about that our church is having is we are having, we are having, um, let's see, here. we are having a, let's see, I was trying to find the page here. I think I might have closed it, but let me reopen it. I'm going to reopen it and I'm going to see here. I'm going to go back to revival.com because I want to share with you that we are going to have a powerful time in the Holy Ghost. It's a ministers and leaders conference. And it is um it is with uh going to be from going to be October 19th through October 26th, is a Ministers and Leaders Conference. And it's going to be at the River at Tampa Bay Church. And it is going to be every day at 10 in the morning and 7 p.m. at night. It's completely free admission. And it is uh, going to be at 3738 River International Drive, Tampa, Florida, 33610 there's going to be spanish translation there's also um america there's american sign language there's going to be sign language interpretation for the deaf as well so if you know of anybody that has, is hearing impaired then you can let them know that we do have a, a a team of of interpreters um that do the american sign language so that they won't miss a thing and so that's gonna be a Ministers Leaders Conference. You don't have to be in the full time minister to go. You can be an average everyday person to go. So uh you can register at revival dot com and they're gonna have a special music music guest which is Leland. So um that's a Leland, the Christian band, this awesome, awesome band there. So so we love to have you come out and be a part of that. Now, quick question. If nobody has ever told you that God loves you and has a great plan for your life, I want to tell you right now, God loves you. He has a great plan for your life. And if you're not sure that if you died this very second, if you would go to heaven, I want to tell you the Holy Bible reads, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I just want to tell you right now that that if you want to make sure that you're going to go to heaven, just mean it with your heart and just repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, I receive you as my Lord and Savior, amen. And I want to tell you right now, all of your sins are forgiven you. Always remember to run to God and not from God because He loves you, He loves you, He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Isn't that exciting to know that? Just just to know how much you're loved by Him. That if you were the only person in the entire world that would that was there, he still 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 would have died and risen again just for you. So, I just want to let you know that, and it's awesome, exciting news. So, I just want to let you know, and also, if you you know Jesus is a baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire, and if he's not been baptized with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, tongues, (laughs) then and you would like to be baptized with evidence of speaking in other tongues, we have about. Thirteen minutes. I know we start a bit late because of technical problems, but that's all going to be edited and fixed later for those listening. But we've got about thirteen minutes for those listening live. Probably end a little bit earlier than the thirteen minutes, but I'll let you know that um, um, if you want to, if you want to be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, then just repeat this prayer after me. Just say, "Jesus, you are the baptizer." In the Holy Ghost and fire, and I'm asking you to baptize me in the Holy Ghost and fire with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Amen now the fire, fire God, right now, fire God right now on you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fill them, Lord. Fill them up. 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 The crown of our head to the soles of their feet, overflowing. Thank you, Father. The name of Jesus. Now put your hand on your belly and just whatever comes out of your mouth, don't speak in English, don't speak in Spanish, don't speak in any language you know. Just start speaking forth whatever comes out of your mouth. Let the Holy Ghost take control of your your vocal cords. Speak whatever comes out, whatever it sounds like. If it sounds, don't listen to your head. Just let it come out. There you go. Keep speaking it. Keep speaking it. Keep speaking it. Stronger, stronger. There you go. There you go. Now, just know that there is one filling and many infillings after that. And also that if you haven't got the baptism right now, don't worry about it because there have been lots of testimonies of people just running the vacuum cleaner and all of a sudden and then they've been baptized with the Holy Ghost and they got their evidence of speaking in other tongues. because so they got their prayer language and that is so totally cool. So just be encouraged. Keep, keep standing on the word that God, God is about Jesus is the in and the Holy Ghost and fire and you will get that prayer language. And I, I'm coming in agreement with you. And and just know that you are, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and close it out now because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, just going to talk just to talk. So just because I have 10 minutes left, I'm going to, I feel I've, I've said all I need to say right now. Except for you are so loved, 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 loved by God. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. You are accepted of the beloved. You are loved by him. You are valuable. You are precious. You're a precious jewel in the sight of God, and he loves you, and I love you. Oh, and one quick thing. Mondays, Healing is a Children's Bread with Dr. Frank Sumrall at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time Tuesdays, the Bible study with Dr. Frank Sumrall from at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time Saturday and uh, with me at at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, unless there's technical difficulties, God forbid, like there was tonight, and I had to start a wee bit late, but unless there's technical difficulties, I'll be on the 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time until I'm done with this teaching, and then if something, I feel the Lord wants me to do something different, like last week with Brother Regis Andrew's testimony, then, um, you know, there might be a weekend between here and there that has something different. I'm just going to follow the Holy Ghost, so But I just want to let you know about that and that I look forward to being with you again. And I I keep you in in my heart. I pray for you. And you're special to me. You're special to the Lord. As I said, you're accepted and beloved. I love you. Jesus loves you. Until we meet again, may he hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you with his love.